Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's delayed wrestling news video, I'm going to tell you the real reason WWE fired Braun Strowman. The WWE roster are being told to head to the Performance Center ahead of WWE heading out on the road in July. We have some new details on the reported working relationship between WWE and New Japan. And the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis names the three guys in WWE he'd love to face. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the slightly delayed news. <laughs> All right, let's kick things off by talking about this week's WWE departures again. A little bit more. Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer newsletter this week has some new details uh, talking about each of the individual cases and why they were like, oh, of course, the cited reason for all of this is budget cuts, which, you know, we've been through that a thousand million gazillion Bullocks. times before. Sorry. There you go. Uh, Johnny Laurinaitis sent out the coldest text message I've ever seen uh, to the WWE roster just saying, the following people are gone because of budget. All right, good stuff, Johnny Ace. Very, very, very personable there. Uh, but Dave's got some other stuff in the Observer newsletter here, talking about how Vince McMahon didn't understand Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy's style of wrestling, which is like... I mean, okay, cool, sure. <sighs> uh, uh, That's probably their biggest strong point for both of those guys. They're wrestling, but never mind. Um, and as far as Braun Strowman goes, apparently, and this is kind of nuts, the belief was that he was kind of obsolete as a main <laughs> roster giant or a main roster monster now that Omos and Commander Aziz are around. Uh, and possibly, and poss- Yes, and possibly Shanky as well, which is nuts because Shanky showed up with Jinder Mahal in the big comeback and hasn't really been seen since. Okay. Um, so also, of course, his salary, his reported salary of $1.2 million a year, that probably didn't help his situation either. And also... Dave notes that when Braun was negotiating his last contract, he made the mistake of not pushing for a no-cut clause, which is actually something that a lot of top-level WWE people have that would have spared him in a situation like this. Uh, And perhaps he thought, well, I've just signed this big long-term contract. Maybe I don't need something like that. So... Sucks for Braun, obviously a tough, tough situation for him. Um, but yeah, the, the kind of like the idea that you can only have like one or two big lads at once is a bit strange to me. Um, but hey, here we are. That's what's happened. Braun's gone. Uh, get ready for Shanky Universal Champion in the Year of Our Lord 2022. Honestly, put Vince McMahon in a home. What is he thinking? I mean, I'm not surprised by this, but looking at like Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy and just going. Just don't get what their appeal is when they bang out matches for fun, despite the terrible booking they are given. 
Like, you're going to sit in a room for a year. You're going to date Rey Mysterio's daughter. And yet they still can produce excellent stuff in between the rows. That's what they were good at. And the fact he doesn't understand that is bonkers. And again, the fact that, oh, I've got more big guys now. Why do I need this one? Maybe because you've invested in him. You've built him up to be this talent now. And I know he maybe wasn't everyone's cup of tea around WrestleMania Backlash. But, you know, a few years ago, he was the big thing. And maybe he was a little bit green then. So now he's matured into it. And don't just think because you've got Big Jord and Commander Aziz and Shanky, as you said, they're not just big. They're not the same. It's not. I'm not. It's not a hole in the wall. You're not going to get through that. And just because they're big, or they'll get through that hole. It's. Oh my God! It's maddening, this Andy. Yeah, it's wild. It's, it's totally wild. Um, <laughs> it's the madness of King Vince at the end of the yeah. day, isn't it? Yeah. I, don't be surprised at this, but. Uh... It's still just so depressing to hear things like this. And it's not all good if you're still a part of the WWE roster because according again to Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, uh, Raw and SmackDown roster members being told to get to the performance center to make sure they are in shape uh, and get ready and work on conditioning and what have you for when they hit the road again from the 16th of July. Now, to those who live in and around the area, no big deal. Everyone else is a massive pain in the arse, with uh, Dave <laughs> quoting, uh, those who live outside of Orlando were not happy because it interrupts their home life and routine, as you would expect, uh, especially those with families, and many can train on their own and do conditioning while at home as well. But no, they've got to be there, they've got to be punching their card and making sure they're getting in the necessary hours in the performance centre. And uh, yeah, I mean, you'd hope that they'd maintain their conditioning, regardless of what was been going on uh in terms of being utilized within WWE or or not but apparently now this is school and they've got to be checked and made sure that they're right to go from mid July Andy yeah you can't do you guys can't be trusted to do this at home you've got to do it with mummy and daddy watching on uh, you know I, I sympathize with the wrestlers here because when the powers that be here at what culture told me and you guys you need to get in the gym we're moving back to a more regular studio <laughs> schedule do it now I responded by ordering a Domino's pizza uh, <laughs> adding to my physical decline in lockdown but uh yeah I mean that <laughs> It, it, this just comes across as babying through the whole situation, doesn't yeah. it? And yes, you need to be in better physical condition and have more stamina and everything else when you're working a busier schedule. That's just common sense. But, uh, you know, people who are designed, who, who keep themselves in shape for a living, by default, can probably do that at home. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I do what I'd say if I was part of that roster. All right, I'll come in and train and get even more jacked than I already am. Yeah. How about we get the, the creative team to maybe come in and you know, write some good stuff for mid-July. Yeah. Just a thought. That would be a nice thought. You know what I would do? I'd probably just take a bunch of steroids, to be perfectly honest. Uh, <laughs> although, you know, if, if you're in WWE and you do that, you will get fired. So, yeah, don't no do good. that. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Uh, we've got some new details on the uh, reported working relationship between WWE and New Japan, which shocked a lot of people last week <laughs> uh, when those talks emerged on Friday in The Observer. Dave Meltzer again, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I'm well aware we've said his name three times, which is going to piss certain mutants off, but we don't care. It's uh, a foremost wrestling journalist. Uh, talking about some new details on this situation. Nick Khan um, isn't the guy who originally came up with this idea, but he's described as the point guy on it, and he may have recommended that Vince McMahon pursue a potential working relationship with New Japan. Now, as far as this goes, the motivation has nothing to do with screwing with AEW. 
Mm. <laughs> uh, Pinocchio, um, and it would likely be NXT focused and have benefit. It would need to have benefits to both sides. Is basically what Dave's trying to say here. He cites back to WWE's old working relationships with uh, Japanese wrestling promotions as well. Uh, Daniel Bryan was part of the early conversations. Absolutely, we've heard reports of him wanting to wrestle elsewhere and campaigning for WWE wrestlers to be able to do that, but hasn't necessarily been involved lately. Of course, he's no longer under WWE contract unless it's a work. Uh, mm. New Japan will not agree to anything unless they feel the agreement would benefit them. So, of course, last week we had Tony Khan, for some reason, cutting a promo on Nick Khan uh, that he ran past the New Japan office and they said was fine, um, which would suggest that maybe things aren't going to progress all that far. But we'll see. This is a developing situation, of course. It's a big, it's a big deal. It really is a big deal. And uh, I'm sure we will have more on this as the weeks progress. Yes, I think a WWE New Japan relationship is unlikely, but I'm still yeah. impressed by the fact that we've gone a week and it hasn't been directly blown out of the water and poo-pooed left, right and centre. It's fascinating, this. It's exciting. It's, you know, probably going to be more of a relationship, as you alluded to there, Andy, between the likes of AEW and Impact and, and, and New Japan, as we've already seen. But who knows? With the way things have gone over the last, what, three, four years in wrestling... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I would, but I'll, uh, never say never has never been more appropriate than right now. So yeah. let us know your thoughts on the feasibility of that uh, as we continue forward. Just mentioning Daniel Bryan makes me suddenly will it far more than I did originally, of course. Uh, but let's conclude by talking about the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis. He did a great interview recently with Checks Notes. Oh, what coaches Adam Wilborn? <laughs> wow, look at that. And it's not Dave Meltzer, it's someone better than him. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that, but, you know, I've heard other people say No, uh, I sat down with uh, Nick uh, just the other day to promote uh, the NWA uh, When Our Shadows Fall pay-per-view, which goes down this Sunday on Fight TV at a reasonable time, like afternoon in America, but the evening, and you it, you can actually watch it. Uh, anyway, I sat down and spoke to him. The full interview will be coming out as a podcast over the weekend. A video will also be on our channel as well. Uh, and I asked him about... If that whole forbidden door bollocks, oh, every promotion can work together, who he'd love to face. And speaking of WWE, he named three former and one, well, three, three, what am I three. saying here? Two former world champions and go. one current world champion. That's what I'm trying to say. Three people, basically. <laughs> it's late on a Friday. I'm just confused. Uh, he talked about Randy Orton. He said, uh, right now, if I could wrestle anyone for the title in a title match, this is his NWA World Heavyweight title, of course, he's talking about. Uh, with that really sort of classic build that we like to do for title matches and at times luxuriating it and give our, our full attention, it'd be Randy Orton. He also talked uh, a lot about Edge and, and his relationship with him. Uh, you can read his quotes uh, on this story at whatculture.com, as I said, watch or listen to the interview over the weekend uh, and then it turned of course to Roman Reigns who wouldn't want to face him uh, he says I've always thought Roman was the man even when people were really trying hard to poop on him I've always thought he was the man now he's finally is because he's been allowed to be himself and embrace his position he's incredible dude right now if I was able to work with anyone why would it not be him he and I think about that as a contrast what a great story that would be uh, he continued talking about the likes of Kazuchika Okada who he'd love to face in New Japan um but I'm a big, big fan of Nick Aldis. He was great to chat to. He's really interesting talking about like sports yeah. entertainment versus wrestling, particularly with what they're doing over there in the NWA. Uh, and heaped praise on the likes of Serena Deeb, of course, as well. But uh, yeah, exciting potential matches there, Andy. 
Yeah, absolutely. Good to hear he's praising the greatest wrestler of all time, Serena Deep, on the same <laughs> video. So I'm not even saying that facetiously. I love Serena Deep. She's amazing. Um, yeah, this is a great interview. Even if you're not so familiar with like the modern NWA and stuff, you, you got to check this out. Like Nick is such an engaging talker. He has some very deep thoughts on pro wrestling. He's a very interesting guy. And you know, I, I quite like the interviewer as well. He's not bad either. So yeah, <laughs> definitely check this this out when it goes live. Uh, Nick's been what? How long has he been NWA champion for? Like two years now or something like that. Nine hundred and fifty plus days, I think it was when I interviewed. So him. that's that's closer than three years. Fair play yeah. to him. Fair play to him. He's doing some great stuff. And check out yeah, when exactly. shadows fall. Uh, when shadows fall. When our shadow falls this weekend as well. He's facing Trevor Murdoch. That is. That is polar opposites facing each other the NBA World Heavyweight Champion when our shadows fall this Sunday are live on fight on pay-per-view, of course. So let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, first question today comes from Mr. Surprise Rollup, who says, how long do you think it will be until every promotion is too full to take in WWE release talent? Sure seems like we are reaching mm. that point a lot quicker than we would have anticipated. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, you could re- you could make the point, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you, and um, that AEW has already reached that point. Mm. Um, even before, you know, Rampage is coming along, that's an extra hour of television and everything else um, but yeah it's a valid point for sure um, impact maybe they have a little more room they were teasing signing like 700 dudes in their in their <laughs> slam anniversary vignette so they appeared confident at least of being able to accommodate for additions and everything else um, you're absolutely right I, I I wouldn't like to sit here and go yes one month from now the rosters will be too full or anything mm. like it but I think it's a very interesting conversation and uh, yeah particularly pertinent for AEW I will say at the end of the day though if a free agent enters the market and that free agent can benefit your business you have to sign them regardless mm. of the situation if they can boost you and help your promotion you sign them no matter what so uh, yeah people are going to make moves for, for Alistair Black for Samoa Joe for uh, Ruby Riot and people like like that straight away, no doubt. Yeah, I, I no doubt that uh, AW will find some space if they need to for the likes of Alistair Black and, and Ruby Wright, who I think would do wonders as well for that uh, fast developing women's division over there. But yeah, it's too simple to just say, oh, everyone who's been released should just go to AW because then you're just going to have the same problems that they had in WWE. And like you say, there are other places they can go, but fill it up fast. It's not as straightforward as you may think. Uh, second question today comes from The Whatever, who says, hi, Legends. Uh, my question is, do you think every Raw and SmackDown will be like ones after WrestleMania when the crowds come back? Also, do you think WWE will have their work cut out for them if the crowds end up being vocal about the past year? It's going to be tasty in a month mm. or so, Andy. Sure is. Um, I don't think every single Raw or SmackDown will have that feel because it's very tough to keep that level of energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, even from a storytelling standpoint, you've got to come up with big pop and surprises for every single week. Recent WWE programming hasn't <laughs> catered to that. Shall we be polite about it? Um, but yeah, there's definitely going to be a different feel. There's definitely be some kind of energized feel. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to read the crowd reactions. We have no idea what's over at mm. the moment because we've spent a year without proper crowds. Stuff that WWE thought was over is not going to be over. Stuff that they didn't think was over is going to be over. If they listen to these reactions, they will adjust their booking accordingly, tear up some plans, write some new ones, reconfigure a few things here and there. But at the end of the day, I also don't think they care. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, it's going to be very interesting nonetheless. And judging what they've been doing on Raw recently, the previous weeks they were like, well, that was the good stuff. We've got to save that for when crowds come back. Let's yeah. put the real crap out now. Insane. I hope you're right, uh, the whatever. I hope you're right in terms of the fact that it will be just wall-to-wall post-WrestleMania excitement. Uh, but I do think that if they don't deliver, 
gotta tell them they'll own there's only one way they will learn and that is the vocal crowd reaction and even then as andy said they might just go i just pipe in the old crowd noise that worked uh, <laughs> final question today comes from ii ron who says since aw now has wild thing twiles and boy and the pixies for entrance music uh, what song would you pick for your own entrance themes and the what culture staff as a faction's entrance uh, personally i think phil chambers should enter to born to be wild great very shout good very good. Uh, for myself, I would go Big Beast by Killer Mike because I am a large animal. Um, aside from that, the serious <laughs> answer is Do You Really Want to Hurt Me by Culture Club? Because, oh. hey, who could want to hurt this guy? Am I right? Yeah. I, 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 think, I think whenever I've done wrestling entrances with friends, I've used All of the Lights by Kanye West. But <laughs> Fair. <laughs> to, to go with the gimmick, simply the best, Tina Turner. Is this the best entrance scene ever? I don't know how it worked right there. Uh, and in terms of a, a group faction thing, you suggested the NWO theme, which is great, which is just a boy popper in the What Culture Office. Maybe we'd get Rick Boogs to play us to the ring. Uh, or I thought, you know, like the... Like that, but just as right to census theme. So you just just that and a loop is really pissing people off. What what if we played a Millie by Lil Wayne twice in a row because we've got two million subscribers oh, now? <laughs> Why yes. don't we do that? Or play it on top of each other, one backwards, one forward, so it's just a mess. <laughs> Let's do that. Why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Feel free to let us know your suggestions for all of our themes in the comments section below. We'll move on to today's and finally, just some lovely news. Congratulations to Hangman Page and his partner uh, who announced on Instagram overnight that uh, they've got baby on the way. Fantastic news, Andy. Lovely way to end the week. Great news indeed. Shout-outs to Adam Page and his other half, I guess. Yeah. Congratulations. Surprised there isn't a cowboy hat on this sodding ultrasound, to be honest, but still. <laughs> uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Daily Wrestling Podcast, that interview with Nick Aldis. Got the SmackDown preview, the AW Dynamite preview, and... Wrestle culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz a little bit later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts, Twitter questions, Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for happy having a baby holiday. Hang man. Nice alliteration. <laughs> follow me at Adam nice. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.